0: baby welcome back to talking sports better than most we've got another episode of a lot of football and we'll be talking baseball we'll be talking it all folks just sit back and listen and enjoy the episode
1: yeah it's a busy october we've entered now the major league baseball playoffs and i think the nba starts not too long from now i think hockey starts today today um, I believe I think they said something about that Monday Night Football that it starts. To yeah, college tonight. basketball is just a month away. So yeah, there we go. A lot on. positive thoughts. <laughs> so it's all it's all about to come full circle
0: as well into the dreaded winter.
1: Yeah, it's definitely getting colder. It's been cold here. It's not. It's not been your typical fall. It's mm-hmm. it's just cold. I don't know what else to say. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's been a nice couple of days, but it's cold. This is definitely like a true fall i feel yeah. like um we haven't had a true fall i think in probably 10 years and I, I feel think. like it kind of just hit randomly
0: because i felt like a lot of september was hot yeah i felt like it was real hot and then it dropped about 25 degrees i mean it's cold right? and it's been that way for Oof. for the most part every day
1: but anyways um so that's our weather update for the day Bye, you jay back to sports <laughs> So, talking baseball to start off, the Major League Baseball playoffs are underway. The wild card games are over with. We're now in, I don't know what we'd call this, the divisional round. Um, And we got four great matchups going on. We got the Guardians, who had an unbelievable, my my eyes, I know it was college football Saturday, but I could not stop watching that game the other day against Tampa Bay and Cleveland. Cleveland wins on a walk-off home run by Gonzalez. And now they take on um, the New York Yankees. That series starts tonight. I asked Stephen yesterday. He says he thinks the Guardians might have a chance. It'd be great to see. Um, Seattle's playing Houston. I think right now Seattle's winning. I think
0: six right of three now. in the bottom so six.
1: That's interesting. We got the um, Philadelphia Phillies. They already got a, a win over Atlanta. Atlanta's the defending World Series champions. And finally, later tonight, San Diego, which upset the Mets and got all of New York just <clears throat> completely devastated. They even had to, um, did you watch them the other day, check the guy's ears for um, yeah. illegal substances? Yeah, I saw Who's that? that? Um, I think um, Show Walters, yeah, the Buck manager. Walter. I mean, I think that was kind of a little bit of desperation there for a team that won over 100 games. Um, but the Padres shocked everybody, and now they face probably the favorites in to win the World Series in the Dodgers. So we got two things to talk about. One, Stephen, where do you see some of these playoff matches going, matchups going, and then we got to talk about the Tigers because most people around here want to hear a little bit of the Tigers. So um, what, what's your thought just on these next round of games? Yeah, um, so the Indians – I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry
0: to all the woke people out there. I mean, the Guardians, um, the Guardians – Did you
1: see that ESPN did that the other day? Yeah, they made it – the, <laughs>
0: The, not an ad, but I can't think of what I want to... Yeah, the preview. Yeah, order. with the Indians instead of the Guardians. But um, first off, I want to talk about the game Saturday. 15 innings was the longest game in the history of the playoffs to go scoreless. It um, was exciting. Um, uh, obviously, it was exciting for any Cleveland fan to see what happened. And then the, the, the stadium was packed and Cleveland was rocking, so that's good for baseball. But... Um, Yeah, I think the the Guardians and the Yankees uh, provide a good matchup. I think all of them provide a good matchup. Um, I think the Yankees and the Dodgers are probably considered the favorites. Um, But I think in the AL, I'm going to go with... I don't want to go with the Yankees just because I feel like every year for the last... At least the last... Basically since Derek Jeter won his last ring, um, they've kind of been a big... Big name, um, obviously. Every year they're a big name because they have the biggest payroll in baseball, usually, or if not, the second biggest. Um, and the, the Guardians have the lowest payroll. Yeah, about I think the lowest teams. Yeah, I think. Well, Tampa Bay might be lower than them. Well, I meant the one. But, yeah, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, still left. But yeah, in the in the AL, um, I'd love to see. Actually, I'd actually like to see the Guardians and do well, but I, I don't think that they'll win the the um, AL. I think it's going to go to. Um, I think Seattle is going to surprise the, the Astros. I think they're going to win that series. And I think the Yankees are going to win their series. And then the NL. Um, I think Philly is kind of really shocked um, all of baseball. I mean, they were up on Friday. They were up. I can't remember what they were up. They were up 2-0, to zero, I think, 2 nothing, And uh, they had the closer in, one out. And then they ended up score six runs um, um, on the Cardinals in one game two, And kind of. Obviously sent Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright home. Um, I don't know if Wainwright's retiring. I think he is, though. I think all three of them are retiring. But um, I like the Phillies in there. And then I like the Dodgers. Oof, the Dodgers. Um, so I got the Dodgers and Phillies. So I got the Dodgers winning that series. And then the, the Mariners surprising the, the Goliath Yankees. I got Seattle and the Dodgers. And I got the Dodgers winning the World Series.
1: I want to see the Guardians and the Mariners. I want to see Philly and San Diego. I want to see Cleveland and Philadelphia in the World Series. Final. I think
0: I think Philly and Seattle are two teams that are going to surprise people. Philly, uh, 3-0 and so far in the playoffs. Um, surprised the Cardinals the way they did it. Um, and then have already surprised the Braves um, already today. So I think the uh, – and then Seattle's obviously got uh, Rodriguez – a young, good player, and Seattle's definitely a team that's going to be have a pretty bright future for an extended period of time as long as there's no significant injuries. But it's going to be a good postseason like it pretty much is every year, so it'll be exciting for everyone to sit back and watch and watch another good uh, October, November. Yeah, I just wish and the Guardians
1: and the Yankees were playing these early games. 7.30 games, they don't end until midnight. I'll be sound asleep. Oh, but it won't end at midnight. Yes, it will. No, it won't. What if it's an 18-inning game? Well, if it's
0: an 18-inning game, you have to stay and watch it.
1: No, I'll be sleeping. So hopefully the Yankees lose. That's my hope. I saw on Twitter, Seattle, teachers let them watch in the classroom and their first win in forever. Well, yeah, they the haven't done a play. I
0: don't think they've <clears throat> played in the playoffs in about... 16 or 17 years almost, and I don't think they've won, uh, I don't think they've won in the, I think they've only won, I don't think they've really won any playoff games other than maybe like two or three in the current um, century. The Padres,
1: I feel like, came out of nowhere. I mean, I keep up with a few little things here and there, but I was kind of shocked to see them even in it, to be honest with you, so, the Padres.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, they got some good players, they got
1: Manny Machado, they got,
0: uh... I can't think of the other guy's name, I think he's um,
1: suspended, though. The uh... Oh, yeah, I did see that, and that was a while ago, but, yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, I can't think what is what Yeah,
1: there. I can't either, but I did see that. Well, hopefully, you know, the San Diego, Los Angeles, a little rivalry there that'll be kind of neat to see. And the Braves, Atlanta makes me fall asleep. They already won their championship last year. Let Philadelphia have a crack at it. <clears throat> Houston, they're, they're, I'm tired of seeing them as well, so I hope Seattle goes. And the Yankees any chance you get to root against the Yankees, you want the Yankees to lose. So it um, be great to see the Guardians claim that, um, claim that and um, Cleveland loves their sport. So um, they don't have the Browns to root for, so they got to go with the Guardians. Oof. I mean, yeah. Cleveland deserves a championship after that heartbreaker 1997 against the Marlins. So let's give it to Cleveland, folks. And anyways, on top of that, one of Cleveland's biggest rivals, the Detroit Tigers. Not in this year's playoffs, but, Stephen, is... Not in the- next year's playoffs and not, not, not in the <laughs> playoffs
0: since 2014, I don't believe. But uh, don't so tell the- us,
1: Stephen. When ended- are they going to get to the
0: playoffs? Yeah, so it won't be next year, I can promise you that. Um, so this year they went 66-96, and 96, um, so they didn't lose 100 games, so that's positive if you're a Detroit Tigers fan. Uh, I think it was their best record in, like, four or five years, which is not very good. But uh, they had a strong end to the season. They lost their final three, but they were eleven and five in their last sixteen. So really, eleven and two in their last thirteen minus the last three that they lost. But a good stretch to the end of the year. Um, so some surprises uh, for the Tigers were Riley Green. I'm not really surprised. You knew he was gonna be good. Um, he's as he's as advertised as he was. Uh, two fifty three batting average, three twenty one on base percentage, forty two home run forty two RBIs and five home runs. Didn't play all year due to an, in- due to an injury, so he didn't start. Um, and it took him a while to get back up, to get up to the, the Tigers. Spencer Torgerson didn't have a great year. Um, still believing that he can uh, turn into a good player. Um, just got to get confidence at the plate. I'm not really too worried about him turning it around. Akil Badu is someone that I was worried about before the season even started. Um, this year continued my concern. Um, if you're a Tigers fan, he's kind of like Brendan Bosch from about 2011. Um, swings at every about every pitch that crosses the plate, whether it's at the head, shoulders, knees, or toes, uh, whether it's a foot outside or a foot inside, he's swinging at it. Um, He has no plate discipline, but he at times has shown some um, strength at the plate, and he's obviously shown that he can be a really good fielder. Javi Baez was uh, the the Tigers' um, shortstop sign um, that they signed to a large contract that um, I don't know if they really wanted. They didn't want him. They wanted... um, the shortstop for the Astros, um, he was a shortstop for the Astros. Carlos Correa. Um, the Little Caesars had the money to be the sponsor of the NFL, but they didn't have the the money for Carlos <laughs> Correa. Um, so they, yeah, I just didn't didn't sit well with a lot of Tigers fans. But um, Javi Baez still has the ability to be a good player this year. He definitely took a step backwards. Maybe next year he can take a step forwards. Um, so as there comes no surprise. Um, Tigers offense is terrible. Um, They have just hitting wise, they really struggle. Um, They scored the last, the least amount of runs in MLB in the MLB this last year. Um, They allowed seven hundred thirteen runs and they scored five hundred fifty seven. That's not a good uh, recipe for success. Um, They were middle of the pack in runs uh, runs uh, allowed. and I think they could have even have been better. Um, Casey Mize, Matt Manning, Tariq School, and Eduardo Rodriguez were supposed to be their kind of four starters, and then obviously um, the main four starters. So Casey Mize only pitched in two games. Tommy had Tommy John and will miss all of 2023 as well. Okay. Matt Manning only had 12 games this year, um, three and three with a or two and three, I'm sorry, with a 3.43 ERA. That's actually a, a positive sign. Um, look for him to make a, a positive trend in 2023. Hopefully injury-free. Uh, Tariq Skubal, Um and I, I would say Tariq Schoolboy actually might have shown that he's better than Casey Mize. Um, he only went seven and eight, but when you guys can't score runs, it's hard to win games. He had 3.52 ERA, which is not bad, but uh, flexor tendon surgery will miss part of 2023. Um, a large part of 2023. And Eduardo Rodriguez had some family issues. Um, Only pitched in 17 games, at a four, it was 4-4 four and four on the year, and at a 4.05, 4.05 ERA, and the team had a 4.05 ERA on the year. So pitching, not that bad, but um, I would not expect the Tigers to do any better next year. When you're missing who was supposed to be your, kind of your ace, Casey Mize, all of 2023, Tariq Skubal, um, will miss a significant part of 2023 um, as well. So two, probably your... One A, one B of your young guns um, to miss uh, all of 2023 and part of 2023. That's not good. Um, Eduardo, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez hopefully can have a better year next year. He didn't really. Um, he has not shown that he's worth the the contract that he got. Uh, Matt Manning hopefully can take a step forwards, but um, when you have the uh, when you have your starters that are supposed to be pitching a lot. Um, have two starts, 12 starts, 21 and 17 starts on the year. That's not a recipe for success when you can't get your guys on the mound pitching, um, every other five days. So that hurts. But for 2022, I wouldn't expect pretty much anything different. I expect maybe Riley green to be a, um, a highlight, be a, um, a needle in the haystack, I guess for the tigers. Um, Spencer Torkelson, I think will have a better year next year. Um, I think it's just, um, him getting used to the MLB, Akil Abudu is going to kind of have a uh, make-it-or-break-it year, in my opinion, um, this coming year. If he has a good year, um, I think he has, a, he has a chance to have a career with the Tigers. If he doesn't have a good year, I, I think he probably doesn't have a chance to, in baseball much longer. Um, he's got to change his, his, his approach at the plate, but um, I see the Tigers basically probably winning between 60 and 70 games next year. Um, if they could make it to 500, that would be uh, nothing short of a miracle. If they lose more than 100 games next year, that would be, I, I would say, a disappointment. Um, they they sh- they have enough talent. I, I know they'll be missing a lot on the mound, but they have enough talent to win um, at least 60 games, or 63 games. Um, so if they lose more than 100 games next year, Detroit fans, you can all have a drink on me. I'll buy the first round, um, and we'll all drink our sorrows away.
1: Well, I guess, I don't know. I guess that's not the best optimism I've ever heard. But, hey, I mean, every year we get teams that maybe come out of nowhere. Maybe, maybe, maybe it'll be the the Tigers.
0: Well, I mean, if they were healthy, I, I would think the Tigers could win 80 games with the pitchers alone and not even anybody else doing anything better, just the pitchers being healthy. I think they could easily win 80 games. Um but they just if you're not healthy and you don't have those guys out there, the guys that you drafted, and they were number number I think Casey Mize was one of the top prospects in baseball Riley Dean was as well, and Spencer Torkelson was one of the best prospects in baseball. The Tigers had one of the best um I don't even know what you call it um what do you call like that farm system? They had one of the best farm systems in baseball, and they still have some really good young talent. Um, But I think that this year in the draft, there's no question that they absolutely have to get somebody in the field as opposed to going for a pitcher.
1: There you go, folks. That's the most in-depth Tiger review and preview you're going to see until next March when we tape the show. Tigers, get some rest, play some golf, enjoy the winter months. We just finished up week five now in the NFL. It was a lot going on. It started with one of the worst games ever. But yet one of the best games of the year on Thursday night football as we had to sit through the Colts and the Broncos. Maybe we can talk about the Broncos' sorrows. And then, of course, it became um, big changes to the NFL procedures on concussions. And then it became the Tom Brady. And then last night, Derek Carrs. What's what's the NFL going to do about these late hits on the quarterbacks? Um, Wow. Just a lot going on here in the NFL. So where do we begin? Let's talk. Let's talk for a quick second on Denver for a minute. They're really struggling right now. Um, Russell Wilson wants everyone to know he's injured. Um, kind of a shocker. People, I think, thought really big expectations. They've been on primetime football. They're again on primetime football this Monday. I think they played the Raiders. No, who they play? The Raiders. Who? Um, who the Broncos play this week? Um, oh no, they play the Ram. They play the Chargers. They play the Chargers on Monday Night Football. So we have to experience the Broncos again. There's a team that had such high expectations. People thought Russell Wilson was going to come on in, clean things up. Obviously, that didn't happen. And what about this Thursday night? Washington at Chicago. Yeah. Amazon may have paid big bucks for this, but let me tell you something. They're losing money on this game. Woo! We are seeing some bad, bad football. So let's start with the late hits then, Steven. So tell me, what's your take on... Um, I texted you last night about the late hit. I saw you on the on our Twitter talk a little bit about it. What what can they do? Do you go to instant replay for late hits on the quarterback? I mean, what 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 do you? Well, think I think there the has
0: to be a rule change. I mean, the refs. I know everyone hates the refs. The refs aren't making these calls because they think it's that. They're making the calls because of the 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 wording and the rules of the game. So I think that. Whoever makes whoever exactly has that responsibility, they have to make changes. Because do I think the refs actually think or agree with the calls that are made? No, but they're calling it by the nature of the rules and the words that are describing what penalties are. Um, And yeah, I mean, I understand why the NFL protects quarterbacks at the same time. Um, When you have, I think anyone in football that likes football, that plays football, that watches football, that's a part of the game. Would like to see football being played. Um, any sport as a physical sport and injuries can happen. Whether you are <clears throat> uh, walking down the road or getting hit by a 300-pound lineman, um, you can still get hurt. So I think that they need to um, change the the the, the lettering and how they describe all this crap. Um, they need to do to make some changes as they say every year, and nothing changes. So. I think that's just where it's got to, I don't know whose responsibility it is. I mean, it all falls back on Roger Goodell. Um, he's obviously the commissioner of the NFL, and uh, he needs to find a way to make change so that these these uh, guys can play football and not uh, two-hand tap. Uh, I don't even know what you call it. It's not even worth a two-hand tap.
1: Well, what about our boy Troy Aikman last night on TV? As he said, my hope is the competition committee looks at this in their next set of meetings, and, you know, we take the dresses off. Yeah, I would would describe it like that, too. Oh, boy. All right. With that being said, it kind of marred a game where my Super Bowl prediction, Raiders, had a nice lead only to give it away. And here's a great stat, folks. On my fantasy team, Travis Kelsey, seven receptions, 25 yards, four touchdowns. 25 yards, folks, four touchdowns. Got me 30 points. Um, But... Um, just kind of funny to hear it. Um, Kelsey was catching everything. He he is. Here's the funny thing about, uh, I don't understand why teams don't put two players on him in the red zone. I mean, the the Chiefs, I feel like, are a great team. I don't think Juju Smith-Schuster is necessarily. They're, they're in the red zone um, catching wide receiver. It's Travis Kelsey, and that, he just keeps catching them. It's amazing to see. So um, it was obviously the Raiders, they had their chance. They were up 17 nothing. The funny thing is the Raiders came out guns a-blazing, no holds barred, and then in that second quarter I felt like got conservative. They started running the ball nonstop with Josh Jacobs, who had some good runs, but then they got, I feel like they started running them on first and second down and then telling, you know, Carr, well, here you go, against a big pass rush to complete the third down. It's like, no. And then finally in the fourth quarter, they decide to open up the play, the, the offense again. So, um, Honestly, I don't know. They, I mean, what about, about the
0: going for two versus kicking an extra point? So, you have a guy that's literally not missed a field goal in how long? I mean, I had Piles on last night, and he could have been my leading score.
1: I don't know what's going on in the NFL right now with teams going for two. I mean, I know what game was I watching this weekend where they they didn't have a field goal kicker kicker, so they were their punter had it came out. Oh my god, he kicked one of fifty yards left first—I don't know what's going on. I, um, I, I, I'm really beginning to wonder about some of the coaching decisions being made. I mean, I thought that coaching decision was rough. I thought, oh my gosh, I don't—I don't know what's going on in Cincinnati. Their play calling, their decision. Daniel Carlson making, was two for two from past fifty. Their, their and decision, they don't kick an extra point with him. <laughs> their decision making has gone downhill. I feel like um, just just some really oddball decisions going on when it comes to certain teams, but there's no doubt you tie that game. There was still, four, it would be one thing if you went for two with one second on the clock, right? Yeah. Like you scored, you're on the road, let's go for two in the win. There was still four minutes left. And if you really thought Patrick Mahomes down one point wasn't going to play that final drive differently. Doesn't play and, any different. Yeah, and lead them down to win the game anyways, that's what was going to happen. Um, again, I just feel like Dave Derek Carr is is a is a good quarterback. Uh, I think Devonte Adams they they rely maybe too much on, but they got gun happy when they had the chance to run the ball and just it was I don't know I their defense I thought played good. I, I they got tight I feel like and again the Chiefs that don't really gonna be honest with you. They also mean besides the fact that they got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, just find another way to win. I don't know, so what do you think about Devontae Adams? I wonder if the NFL is going to suspend him. If you didn't see after the game, he pushed the cameraman, and I hear the cameraman or the sound guy is now charged, pressing charges against Devontae Adams. You know what that is. Money, money, money. I'll but, do the same thing. I mean, um, what he did is ridiculous. I just wonder. You should lose a lot of fans for what he it's, did. It's, it's just, just ridiculous. It's But please let him play because he's not my fantasy well, team. Well, I don't it.
0: have a problem letting him play, but okay. I mean it's just ridiculous what he did. I don't care what. I mean there's just no reason to do what he did. It would be different if he was like – shoving his own teammate because he was mad at his teammate for hunter renfo for running into him but like why why would you shove somebody I mean that just doesn't make any sense I mean they allow people to rape people and kill people in the NFL and let them play next week but I mean it just doesn't make any sense to me why you would do what he did under any circumstance
1: let's go to upstate New York where the Buffalo Bills absolutely embarrass the Pittsburgh Steelers they got called out for quitting besides Kenny Pickett. Um, Pittsburgh was overmatched. We talked about that spread last week here. Like, come on, this can't happen, and, and it wasn't enough. Now, with that being said, Buffalo had two huge, I mean, they started with a 98-yard touchdown. I was playing against that guy too in fantasy. I was like, oh, what a way to start your Sunday afternoon. Um, and another big touchdown later on. Uh, I don't know. I, I just was shocked at where Pittsburgh is. Pittsburgh is going to have a chance maybe they're going to they got to ride with Kenny Pickett and find out the rest of this year. Is he the right man? I don't know. Najee Harris. I don't know if it's the offensive line, but this guy basically just plows up for a yard or two once in a while, maybe four yards. He's kind of a I think a really disappointing running back. And again, I don't know if it's his offensive line or that's just what he does. Um, no, I think it's just his offense. When they can't score points, you can't throw. The,
0: when you're struggling to throw the ball, it's hard to run the ball. So
1: I had Najee last year in fantasy. I am so glad I don't have that guy this year. Um, I don't know. I just was shocked. But Buffalo clearly, rumor has it, they're out for Christian McCaffrey. Are they going to give up a ton of draft picks, maybe for him? Um, I thought that was just a really. I just couldn't get over it. Every time I was watching it on Red Zone, and they kept popping up. It just More and more and more, and I never thought we'd see the day. Mike Tomlin's obviously going to have his first sub-500 team unless Pittsburgh just pulls off uh, the biggest miracle of all times. But Buffalo, I think, cemented its way as remaining as the top team. Um, Baltimore, Cincinnati played. Lamar Jackson is technically, I think, the only thing the Ravens have. That man deserves all the money he can get. Um, Cincinnati's got all these great playmakers, and yet Lamar Jackson just keeps doing it. Um, And he's the only guy on that team doing it, folks. I don't know what's going on with J.K. Dobbins. I know they put DuVernay in the backfield and had him doing some odd things here and there, but I I thought J.K. Dobbins would be back. I thought he'd have some help. Um, Definitely that was an interesting game. I thought the Bengals played better, quarters two, three, and four, and yet still lost. And um, I'm... I don't know. The Ravens got to get some. Uh, uh, the Ravens need someone. They need a DJ Moore. They need somebody. I, I, everyone's talking about Carolina basically dumping all their assets to get, obviously, some draft picks since they fired their coach as well this week. But um, that I, to me was another interesting game. I thought, and the game that broke my heart were the Detroit Lions, folks. They absolutely got embarrassed by the New England Patriots and Zap, Zap, rookie quarterback Zap. When you lose to a guy named Billy Zappy, Zappy whatever his name is, um, you should be ashamed of yourself. So um, it's interesting. And finally, my next big deal, how about those Cowboys, folks? We got a controversy. Cooper just keeps keeps doing it. And I don't know what's going to happen this week, but that sets us up for the stage this week in what is probably the biggest weekend of some, some NFL games, some college games, huge things um, coming up. So, Stephen, let's start on Thursday night. Give us your thoughts. Some of these games will just kind of ride through pretty quick. Washington at Chicago. Justin Fields, they were getting blown out by the Vikings. Came storming back. I'll take the Bears. I think the Bears are going to uh, – if Justin Fields, if they let him throw the football, folks – I think Justin Fields isn't too bad. Unfortunately, the Bears are about as boring as boring can get, but I'll take the Bears um, I got the Bears on Thursday night. I got the Bears. Another game really no need to talk much about, San Francisco and Atlanta. San Francisco's going to go in, San Francisco and Plow, Atlanta. But I think this does bug to a different point here. Is San Francisco a legit Super Bowl team? That defense is playing right now. Jimmy G just does what he does. Um, Wilson's running the football well. Kittle's a great tight end. I and mean, do you legitimately think the 49ers have a chance to win the Super Bowl? I mean, do I think they have a chance to win the Super Bowl? No, but
0: do they definitely have a chance to make a run in the playoffs like they do every single year?
1: Yeah. All right, we'll take it. All right, New England, Zappy. Um, I don't know who's going to play quarterback. Um, they go to Cleveland. Hey, let's talk about that game for a second. So the Chargers, uh, fourth down, somehow go for it. Don't ask me why. Give the Browns the ball back, short of midfield. And the Browns just go pure Brown mode and York misses yet another field goal and Cleveland misery continues. I I don't get the chargers. Obviously I, I have Herbert on my fantasy team. Um, they don't even got Keenan Allen right now. Did, what, what do you think of that fourth down call? Um, well, I didn't see it. So I guess I don't have that much to say,
0: but, um, that was interesting game. I saw that, they had like what four hundred some yards of, of rushing offense in that game, the Chargers and the Browns. Um, so I got the cle- I got the Browns in this game. I don't really I feel like they can't do what they did to the Lions. I mean they scored twenty-nine points against the Lions. Yeah, was, I mean you
1: know, I, I think the Browns, I think rough. Jacoby Brissett's playing better. He threw a horrible interception in the end zone when he could have ran it in. That gave the Chargers the ball back. Then the Chargers go down and basically handed the Browns the ball back again after going for on fourth down. The Browns should have won that game. Um, I'll take the Browns as well. I'm going to take the New York Jets. Remember what I told you last week here, folks, that the Giants were going to beat the Packers. Everybody had the Packers up high. The Packers have zero offense. They're pathetic. I, I hope it continues. The Jets are a team we're going to have to talk about. They got two great running backs. Um Zach Wilson's playing tough as long as his mind stays on football. And not your zone. There you go. Um the the Jets are, I think, a team that has a ton of potential. Um, I think they're probably Buffalo's biggest threat. I don't know what's going on in Miami right now with their injuries and who knows where they're at mentally. Um but I'll tell you what, I love the Jets what they're doing. They 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 they've taken a lot of hits, folks. But I think they're gonna go into Green Bay and beat Green Bay I just think I think Green Bay's searching I, I'm not Impressed with their defense I think Their offense is nothing spectacular um, I think the Jets go in and Shock Green Bay
0: yeah I mean I'm gonna go with Green Bay I feel like after last week they have to bounce Back and kind of find a way to fight um, In Lambeau I think they, they Find a way to win but I do think Green Bay's had down a deep dark Path and I think this I think This is Aaron Rodgers last year in Green Bay
1: what is going on with Jacksonville? They start off gangbusters. We watched them the other day. They jump out to this lead over Philadelphia. Then they kind of fall apart. They're going against the Colts. I- I'm assuming Jonathan Taylor's going to be back. I don't know what the hell's going on in Indianapolis. I don't know what the hell's going on in Jacksonville. I'm going to pick the Colts only because the Colts beat the Chiefs, and they're playing at home. They can't play worse than the 34 nothing shellacking they got just a couple weeks ago. This This is odd to have two games so quick in the first five weeks. I don't know who's going to win. I'm going to go with the Colts because of those two reasons.
0: I'm going with the Jaguars. I think they're a good team. Um, obviously, last week they didn't show it, but I think they're a good team. They'll bounce back, and they'll beat the Colts again.
1: Minnesota, up and down. Do they Are they going to score a bunch of points? Or are they not? They're at Miami. It looks like Teddy Bridgewater can't even practice until Thursday. I don't know if Tua's retired from the game or what the deal is. I'm going to go with Miami because I think either Bridgewater or Tua's going to play. I have no faith in Minnesota. One week they're hot, one week they're not. One week they're hot, one week they're not. I don't know. I'm probably picking wrong here, but I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with Miami. I'm
0: going to go with the Vikings. I just looked it up, and it said Mike McDonald said that um, Tua is has not progressed enough. Um, so I don't think he's going to play. And I, I think, I don't know what's happened with Tyreek Hill, but I'll take the Vikings. Oh, he in, was in a
1: walking group. Inf- and inf- oh, what am I doing, folks? I don't know why I picked Miami. Cincinnati at New Orleans. New Orleans. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Hill goes out and scores all these touchdowns. Cincinnati should have beaten. I, I don't know. I, Cincinnati, I just don't get uh, These quarterbacks are more worried about what they're wearing into the stadium, I feel like, than anything I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow. I don't know what he's gonna wear, but I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow over the Saints. I assuming Andy Dalton's gonna play again. Chris Olave is basically probably been the rookie of the year so far. He had that concussion though. I doubt he'll probably play, which is bothersome for my fantasy teams. So I'm gonna go with Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Cincinnati as well. After last week, they got to bounce back and beat the the, uh, the Saints. I think they're a better team. I think they're a better team that they've showed this year. Uh, They bounce back, get a W, and they get their their comeback going.
1: The best player in the NFL, Lamar Jackson, takes on the New York football Giants. Um, New York can um, defensively, I think they're tough. Um, Saquon Barkley, though, obviously as well, is playing like he's coming out of college. Um, They knew last week the Packers that Saquon Barkley was going to do everything, and yet they still can stop him. Still don't know. I'm just afraid every time he gets hit in the leg, something bad's going to happen. I, I'm going to go with the best player on the field, which is Lamar Jackson, even though Saquon's pretty close. I just, these are two teams that I feel like if they had more offensive, if, if one of them had DJ Moore, if one of them had a, D, a Hopkins, a Tyree kill, I think they would be unstoppable. But right now, by the slightest of edge, I'm going to go with the Ravens because I think Lamar's the best player in the NFL, and the best player on that field.
0: I'm going to go with the Giants and shock everyone. Um, Last week they went and beat the uh, Packers, I think, at home. I really actually would like to – I actually think Baltimore will win. I think New York is going to do the same thing that they always do and just kind of – you can't have nice things. Um, Just I'm going to go with New York based off last week at home. Give me the Giants, even though I don't know if they'll win.
1: Tampa Bay we will go quick. Tampa Bay is going to beat Pittsburgh. They got a great defense. <clears throat> Again, if Tom Brady has the offensive firepower, tell you what, if you got if you got Tampa Bay Buccaneer offensive players in this game, go with them. There was a part of me for a little bit when I was thinking about this game last night. Maybe Pittsburgh rallies the troops, right? Like they've hit rock bottom. Mike Tomlin motivates him, but Tampa Bay's defense is is impeccable, um, and I do think uh, it'll be a great test for Kenny Pickett. But I think in the end, Tampa Bay wins. Yeah, um, I got Tampa Bay. Um, as long as they score about six points, they'll probably win the
0: game. Um, Pittsburgh doesn't have any offense. Um, and Tampa Bay at least should be able to score six points, even if their offense isn't good. So
1: I don't know who's going to quarterback for Carolina with Baker Mayfield up four to six weeks. Um, they're playing the Rams. I don't think it matters. The Rams, Aaron Donald, they get the win. Yeah, Rams. Arizona at Seattle. Seattle's kind of become a really big-time sleeper here. Um, they can score some points. Um, DK Metcalf guy on your fantasy team, um, Lockett's playing great. Oh. Um, and the story, Geno Smith, kind of like the story of the year, yeah. Arizona. I mean, Kyler Murray's more worried about his, um, what you think of that outfit?
0: You I were, thought it was a joke. Yeah, I thought it
1: was like not real
0: when I saw it, I think but then I were... did see that. I saw a video of him walking with it. So when you're five foot
1: six, I don't think you wear bell bottoms. Um, just bell bottoms are not met for people that are five foot six. Um, it was a very odd outfit. He's more concerned about the way he looks. You know what? Give me Seattle. I'll at home, home of the 12th man. I'll go the Seattle Seahawks.
0: So I watched, um, last chance you and, co- coach Jason Brown has had a few videos on, um, Kyler Murray and how little he knows about football, and why oh. they, um, why they continue, why they put it in his contract that he has to study film or whatever. Um, and it's kind of alarming when you think about it that somebody, um, and I think he, I think a lot of people that know football well, definitely more than you and I know, um, can just see it and know what's going to happen, and yet he has no idea. Um, Kyler Murray I'm talking about has no idea. So, um, yeah, Kyler Murray is a concern. I got Seattle. I think the Cardinals are, I think they have a band-aid over their wounds right now. They're just floating, um, but they'll be drowning pretty soon in their own sorrows. Sunday, so we Seattle
1: playing in a big golf match. Afterwards, we'll eat. we got to watch this. we got two games of the year going on. Buffalo at Kansas City. Buffalo is going to go into Kansas City, and I guarantee you it will be different this time. Buffalo goes in the first game of the year. No doubt about it. Buffalo beats Kansas City. I just think Buffalo is a better team. I think Patrick Mahomes can pull some magic out. We I mean, Let's just hope it can be as good as the game was, the conference championship yeah. game was last year. But in the end, I'm going Buffalo Bills. Yeah,
0: I got the Buffalo as well. I think Buffalo um, is a really good football team. I think uh, Kansas City has shown at points this year where they've uh, they've shown their weaknesses. I don't feel like Buffalo has. I know they lost to Miami. um but they outgained Miami by about 300 yards so they didn't show that they just weren't a good football team. They just didn't win the game. I think Buffalo is a really good football team. I think they got if not the best second or third best player in football with Josh Allen. He can basically do everything. He can run over a linebacker. He can also throw it right over the top of any corner in the league. Um, so they've got a really good football team. If they had a if they had a pretty good solid running back, I think they would they they'd be the absolute front runner for the Super Bowl. Um, this year, next year, and the year after that. So,
1: Then we go um, an hour later to the second game of the year, the Cowboys and the Eagles. So a couple of things. Number one, Arizona played the Eagles tough, and that kind of alarmed me to something. Um, I, I, It questioned me with the Eagles. I think the Cowboys have one of the best defenses around. This may be more a defensive game. I, I'm concerned if Cooper Rush plays. I think there's a there's a ceiling to him. I know people are like, he keeps winning. Um, Dallas is getting healthier. I don't know who's going to play. I'm assuming they're going to start with Cooper Rush. I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this game. I think whether Dak plays or not, I think the Cowboys' defense is for real. Um, if if Arizona could hold the Eagles' defense to what they did this past weekend, there's no reason why the Dallas Cowboys, that have a much better defense can do that um i i think we're gonna i'm gonna be honest with you folks i think we're gonna find out sunday night at about 11 o'clock p.m that the Eagles are more of a fraud um than they are i think realistic contender i know they're undefeated they remind me of maybe the arizona cardinals last year um i think the cowboys win and um i think we find out that the Eagles are a fraud
0: I think uh, Skip Bayless, if he, they with the Cowboys win, he might have um, orgasms until the following week. And if um, if the Cowboys do win, I think Stephen A's gonna be drinking his sorrows away, um, as he loves to make fun of the Cowboys. And then once his his predictions are wrong, he just sits there and acts like he never did it, uh, never called anything like that. Um, he's only he's only wrong. He's 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 right when he's right and when he's wrong. Uh, he, yeah, there was no prediction that he made. Um, I got Philly. I think Philly is a good football team. I think Dallas. Um, their offense. I their offense is not great with Cooper Rush. Um, I know D- Dallas has a great defense. I completely agree with that. Um, I think
1: they have the Biggest liability in that Dallas team is the Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, would be great if they traded him and tried to get anything they can out Yeah,
0: I completely agree. I have my fantasy team and I'm 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 begging to get rid of him um just for anything um so yeah I got Philly I think uh Dallas has not faced a quarterback quite like uh like Jalen Hurts um when you think you got him in your in the in your uh grasps you don't um so I think Philly um I think Philly is somewhat like um Lamar in Baltimore he's a quarterback that's kind of I mean obviously they have more assets than the Baltimore Ravens do but he, he's the 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 you know the straw that stirs the drink or whatever you want to say. He's the reason that
1: the uh, engine goes, so I like Philly. And then Monday night is going to be like a um, funeral. Yeah, compared to those two games we're going to end with, no doubt the Chargers beat Denver. We won't even waste our time talking. Folks, then, obviously, to us, we love college football. It is definitely, you know, like, once in a while, you get those titles like Showdown Saturday. It is Showdown Saturday. Um, we got three huge undefeated games going on. Obviously, Steven's own Michigan Wolverines are going to be playing against undefeated Penn State. Ohio State is on a bye. Um, this past week, Ohio State played Michigan State. They, they dominated the game. I was texting back and forth with Stephen my thoughts. I'm still concerned about Ohio State's defense against a credible offense. I don't know who that credible offense is going to be besides Michigan, Maryland can put up some points. Even Kirk Herbstreit mentioned it on Saturday, but um, I think Ohio State's offense defense won't be truly tested until they play against Michigan. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting, but not much to say about the Buckeyes. They look good offensively. I think they can beat up on anyone. I'm feeling a little more confident than I was about Ohio State, maybe because I'm watching more and more teams play. Um, I think Ohio state's going to be undefeated come late November and we'll see where that takes us. So Steven start us off Penn state at Michigan. I, I'm going to be, let me tell you my thought first. I think Penn state is a bit of a fraud. I think they're going to bash Michigan. They're going to come in and try to bully them. And I think Michigan's the bully though. Um, this is to me a low scoring game just because Penn state's defense is tough. They're going to play you tough. They got good athletes. Um, Michigan's offense though is by far a million times better and again I don't think you can bully the bully I think Michigan's the bully but I think Penn State thinks they're the bully and I know they beat up on Auburn Auburn's trash I, I see Michigan winning a game like this maybe 28-12 to 12. Um, do I think Penn State can score? Yeah they'll score some it's not a big deal be honest with you could Michigan win 35-12 to 12 or something? I really think they can um, I think Michigan will be the most talked about team outside of one game in the SEC come Sunday morning because I think they're going to look good against Penn State. Playing in Ann Arbor, it's supposed to be, I think, a decent weather day, maybe a little rain here or there. Um, but I think Michigan is going to be the one doing the bully to Penn State. Um, some of these Penn State-Michigan games have never been close. I mean, to be honest with you, Michigan's had a chance to kind of clobber Penn State occasionally. Um, and I I'm, I don't know. I don't know what you call clobbering, but I think 28-12 to 12 is, is going to be pretty clobberish. Um, a good top-10 win for Michigan. And um, Columbus, uh, the Buckeyes will see Penn State in a couple of weeks. So my thought is pretty simple. Michigan's got probably the best running back in the country. Not sold on the quarterback yet. I think if they let him run around more, they'd be great. And I think Michigan's defense is probably the best in the country. So I think 28-12, to 12, maybe 35-12, I'll take the Wolverines over Penn State.
0: So, yeah, I I think Michigan wins it. I'm actually almost more confident in this week than I was last week. um, As Penn State's offense is just what you see is what you get. It hasn't really been very good um, probably since Saquon was there. Um, It's just been the same boring old offense. um, And I think Michigan has enough offense to to beat Penn State. Penn State has a good defense, though. So um, they're almost kind of like Dallas right now. Um, They have, you know, their offense is – not great, but their defense obviously is, is pretty good. Um, so I think Michigan can win this game. It's going to be a low scoring game though. Um, like you said, it's not going to be too many points scored in this game. Um, uh, I would say if Michigan can get to 21 or 28, um, I think that, I think if they can get to 28, I think there's no doubt that they should win this game. Um, but if they can get more, obviously I would think it's going to be more of a drastic difference in score, but, um, I think Michigan has the ability to win it. Um, I think, I think they finally have to just let J.J. go out there and play the game that he can play and, and let him win a game for him as opposed to kind of waiting almost till the second half to start to open the playbook.
1: Here's the part, though, that's going to get me mad, and I can't wait to see Sunday morning what the conversation is going to be. If Georgia or Alabama is playing an undefeated top 10 team in the country, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, whoever the hell they're playing, when they play them, it would be how great of a victory it is. I'm afraid what's going to end up happening is Michigan's going to win, and then someone's going to say, Well, Penn State just wasn't that good.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, let's, I can't wait to hear the narrative. Now, listen, folks, it's going to get drowned out by Tennessee, Alabama, especially if Tennessee beats Alabama. That's all we're going to hear about. Yeah. But whatever, whatever, let's come back one week from today when we are on the podcast here and hear what the narrative is. It's like saying, again, Ohio State beat Notre Dame. Like, the the SEC has no problem saying, well, we beat the fifth team in the country. Okay, that was in September. Now, let's hear what the narrative is going to be, because I have a hunch. The SEC is getting nervous, folks. They're getting nervous with all these other undefeated teams that, uh uh-oh, we might not get two teams in the playoff. I think we could be headed that way. They're they're not going to get two teams in the playoff. And I think all along they thought they would. Everyone's worst nightmare would be Tennessee, I think, beating Alabama. Because it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna shake things up. Yeah. But let's hear what the narrative is come Sunday morning. <clears throat> is it Michigan went in and beat a top ten team? Or is it well Michigan beat a team that wasn't supposed to be in the top ten? That's what I wanna hear. Because I'm getting sick and tired of the SEC every time they have some sort of ranked matchup. Like, okay, well, Texas A&M was the 25th best team in the country, or whatever, LSU was the 25th best team in the country. LSU's not the 25th best team in the country. So when they played last weekend and whatnot, no, 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 folks, it's just ridiculous. So let's hear what the narrative is come Sunday morning. So here we go. Let's make some college football picks. College game day is going to be at Tennessee, Alabama. We'll get to that in a minute, but there are so many good games out there, folks, right now. Uh, it's gonna take us a few minutes to get through this list um, and and throw some comments in. Let's start on Thursday night. Baylor, kind of questioning Baylor. They're going up at West Virginia. West Virginia. Stephen and I drive through there every year. We go on a golf vacation. It seems like who you got, Stephen? Baylor or West Virginia?
0: I got Baylor. Uh, West Virginia. If I'm not mistaken, got embarrassed by the Texas Longhorns um, just a couple weeks ago, and I had more respect for the the West uh, West Virginia than I guess I should have. So I'm going to go with Baylor.
1: Auburn plays at Ole Miss. Nobody needs a victory more than Auburn, folks. They are um, their coach is obviously going to get fired at some point. M- Ole Miss is undefeated, but undefeated because of their crappy schedule. They go on these long streets where they don't score points. I'm going to go with Ole Miss just because they're a million times better than Auburn, but any chance of a shocker, Stephen? Um,
0: no, I don't. I think Auburn's pretty bad. Um, if you want to talk about an offense that scores points and that doesn't score points for quarters, it's Auburn.
1: Kansas at Oklahoma. Oklahoma's the favorite, so Kansas' quarterback is out for the rest of the year. <laughs> he got I thought that
0: backup looked pretty good, though. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. So the backup, I thought, came in and played great in the second half. In fact, I think he throws the ball better.
0: Yeah, he 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 he's quick. Yeah,
1: he was he was. I was surprised watching that game that he wasn't the starter. Yeah, I mean he was quick. The the backup the the original quarterback I can't think what his name is. Jalen Daniel. Yeah, something. something I mean he threw he he throws the ball kind of like me. I've been throwing the ball at recess and let me tell you that's what I felt like my throw looks like. So I'm going to tell you right now there are no good bets this weekend. I'm going to have to refrain from betting this week. I'm going to have to bet something. Only lost $100 yet last weekend. But Kansas is a huge underdog to Oklahoma. Oklahoma is straight-up trash. Kansas, with a backup quarterback, goes into Norman. On ESPN2, they get the win. Rock, chalk, Jayhawk.
0: Yeah, I got Kansas as well. I think Kansas is actually surprisingly a good football team. They have a good defense. Um, their offense is going to look a little bit better because Oklahoma's defense is horrible. Uh, no shocker there. Uh, but, yeah, I got Kansas. Um, I wish they could have won last week, but they'll still have a tremendous year.
1: Iowa Kansas. State has got one of the worst offensive in the country, but they do got a solid defense, folks. And Texas has to be careful. Texas' head is so big right now because they came out with a 49-0 win over Oklahoma. Texas is going to win, but we bring it up on this game. I know Stephen's going to pick Texas. Just because it's one of those games that if Iowa State would be competitive going into the fourth quarter, you'd say it didn't surprise you because defensively, Matt Campbell has a good defense. Offensively, I'm going to tell you right now, I can get some fourth and fifth graders at J-Zoo to um, compete, I think.
0: I got Texas. I think they went big. I think they went by three touchdowns or more. Uh, Texas is a good football team with a good offense. Give me Texas. Um, The Longhorns are back.
1: A sneaky game at noon. It's 11 a.m. kickoff. The Minnesota Golden Gophers and the Illini, the favorites in the West, with that raucous 9-6 to victory over Iowa last weekend. Minnesota, I don't know what happened to them a couple weeks ago. They fell flat. They obviously didn't have the running back. I'm going to go with Burt, Illinois, Brett Bielema. That's right, folks. Illinois is the favorite in the Big Ten West right now. It, it may not be the prettiest game of all time, but I'll take Illinois.
0: Yeah, um, I got Illinois as well. I think Illinois has really shocked some people. Um, they embarrassed Wisconsin before Wisconsin fell apart and was ripped apart by uh, whatever you want to call uh, Wisconsin anymore. But um, Illinois has surprised people. They beat Iowa last week. They don't have a great offense, um, but, but they're just winning games right now. Um,
1: I got Illinois. We got to mention this game. It's a game off the radar; nobody really cares about, but it gives us a chance to talk about Miami. Miami that lost to North Carolina—they are struggling, folks. They're playing lost to at. Tennessee State. Yeah, they're at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is trash as well. I'm going to go with Miami, but I thought I'd bring it up this game just to give us a pick, and because I think it's worth talking 30 seconds about Miami. They have the highest coaching paid coaching staff, and yet they suck. They they suck.
0: They suck, and they. Um, do other things, um, but oh. <laughs> um, Miami's terrible. Um, I, I, I kind of had some respect for them. I thought that they could do better than they've done. Um, they have fallen apart, but I think they get the win this week just um, to, to settle the, the haters.
1: Hendon Hooker um, is going to vault to the top of the Heisman Trophy race if he beats Alabama. It does look like um, Alabama's going to have their starting quarterback yet back yet. Folks, Alabama is not the Alabama we're used to seeing. I don't care who's back there at quarterback. They do not have the offensive weapons. Um, Tennessee's defense is trash, though. They're 50th. I think I saw Joe Klatt have this long discussion about Ohio State and Georgia's defense yesterday, I believe. When was the last time a team outside of the top 20 won a national championship? It was Joe Burrow's team and another team. I can't remember what he said. I'm going to be honest with you, I, I, the everything's there. Rocky Top is going to burn down, folks. I think without question, this is the first time Alabama comes up against a team that I think offensively is better than them. Defensively, no. Um, but I'm going to tell you what, you've you got to go with it. I think Georgia, I mean Georgia, I think Tennessee is going to beat Alabama. Um, I think it's going to put the college football world on its back and just tear things up. Tennessee's legit. They they can score, um, and I just don't think Alabama has the offense that 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 is gonna. I don't know. I just there's something there that says this is it, folks. I think Tennessee beats Alabama um, and Bama. Well, it, Nick Saban again. I'm gonna tell you right now. If they don't have their starting quarterback, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, when you got the Heisman Trophy winner back there, though, anything can happen. But it's still, in the end, I think Tennessee pulls the upset, and Rocky Top, There are going to be some, if you want to see drunk people, folks, go to Knoxville, Tennessee this weekend.
0: Yeah, I got Tennessee as well. I think Tennessee has a tremendous offense. I got to watch them a little bit last week against LSU. Um, Quarterback looks really good. He put the ball placement. It's just impeccable. Um, Alabama uh, has kind of um, found a way to win the last few weeks without Bryce Young. Um, But they have not looked tremendous really in any game this year. I think they'll be a little shocked with the Tennessee offense. They haven't seen, obviously, an offense like that all year. Um, And I think they just have I think Tennessee is a good football team at home. Um, Tennessee is undefeated. That crowd's going to be crazy. It's going to be an environment that Tennessee – I mean, not Tennessee. Alabama, Alabama has not seen this year. Tennessee wins. I think Tennessee has a good offense. I think Alabama will be somewhat surprised with that offense. Alabama's offense has not looked that great this year even though they have the Heisman winner from last year back. I think Bryce Young is coming off an injury. Uh, I think he might be a little bit delicate, one hard hit, and I think, uh, I think he'll be wishing that he wasn't playing um, afterwards. So uh, I got Tennessee.
1: Another undefeated battle, Oklahoma State. They just keep winning against TCU. They beat Kansas. Um, I think TCU's the real deal, folks. I, I think Oklahoma State's a little shaky. I feel like we haven't seen them enough. I'm going to go with TCU. It's at TCU. Sonny Dykes has those, that, that team playing. I love what I'm seeing at TCU and I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the Horned Frogs.
0: I'm going to go with the not Horned Frogs. I'm going to go with the um, Oklahoma State Cowboys or whatever they are. Um, I got Oklahoma State. I think they're a good football team. Uh, Yeah. I just think they're a good football team. That's going to win this game. Uh, and, And, play a good game. I think just the, I think redemption from last year has to come into play um, week in and week out, knowing that they were uh, one yard away from the playoff. I think they, they realized that they, they had the opportunity last year and they're going to miss it this year.
1: Undefeated Syracuse hosts NC state. NC state came back victoriously to beat the Florida state Seminoles. I'm going to go with the Cuse, the orange men at home to beat NC state. Yeah, I got the Qs as well. I
0: think they'll win. I think NC State has underwhelmed a little bit. Um, I got Syracuse. Um, who would have thought we would see Syracuse ranked in football more, um, more recently than that? we would see him in basketball ranked. So, um,
1: yeah. BYU hung in there against the Irish in Vegas. They host Arkansas. Arkansas is supposedly going to get their quarterback back. I think Arkansas is probably going to go down as one of the more um, not just Un, they just haven't proved much this year. I think people thought they were going to kind of hang in there. Uh, I think BYU at home beats Arkansas. BYU. What a schedule though for BYU. Played Baylor. Played Oregon.
0: Played Notre Dame. Which at the start of the year you would have thought. I mean, if you looked at the the rankings, you would have thought, "Wow, that's a that's a game. Uh, that's a season for a team that's not." You know. Um, in a power five conference. And then they also play Arkansas, which at the start of the year, you would have thought that would have been a good, a big competitive um, juggernaut as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that Arkansas, um, has been overrated. Uh, I think BYU kind of coming off the first, uh, the second week beating Baylor. I thought Baylor was going to be a really good football team and they beat them. And since then, um, kind of, uh, I would say, have let me down a little bit, but I got I got BYU um, and Arkansas is going to cry tears of sorrows. I don't
1: Indiana know. Indiana played their best game against Michigan this past week. They went in and fired some of their coaches. Any chance Maryland loses to Indiana? I think Maryland has a good offense,
0: and I think that Maryland just, they got to get going again at some point. Like, I feel like they're so good. I feel like they have the opportunity to be so good, and they just haven't shown it
1: really. Yeah, so we'll go there. All right, Toledo is hosting Kent State. Kent State, of course, was the first team to kind of make everybody rise, you know, kind of raise their eyebrows a little bit with what was going on with Georgia. They hung in there against Georgia. Toledo's off to a great start in the MAC. Maybe this is the year finally Toledo overperforms. I'll go with the Rockets, but I definitely think this is one heck of a game, Ken State, Toledo. Yeah, I got Toledo. Uh, T.O.L. What was that? T.O.L. Oh. EDM. James Madison is ranked. They're playing Georgia Southern. Does the James Madison, whatever they are, do they keep winning again?
0: Yeah, I think they'll win again. Uh, I think that... I can't imagine
1: anyone on their schedule is really going to beat them. I think the toughest game of the week to pick, folks, is a battle in East Lansing. Wisconsin at Michigan State. I want you to pick first because I don't know who to pick.
0: I so, want to pick Michigan State. I think Wisconsin... Um, should, could lose to a, a youth football team right now um, and I think Michigan State will bounce back get their first win in a month um, they'll, they'll they'll come on top um, Mel Tucker will be coming back for first in the East
1: I'm going with Wisconsin then Washington we were all hung up on Washington because they beat Michigan State Michigan State is trash folks Arizona Washington who you got
0: this one's tough because I thought Washington was a really good football team. I thought Arizona was a really bad football team. Um, at least they had shown that previously. Um, it's a hard one to pick. Let's see what the line is. Washington's a favorite by fourteen and a half. Um Let's see what Arizona has done. Arizona beat Colorado, but I don't know how much that's saying. Oh, that's not. Colorado. Yeah. So let's uh, let's go let's go safe and let's go Washington. All right. go, um, go. I think that they will win by. 13
1: points. Steven had a great week last week. I know he lost, lost three picks, so he's got some high expectations. LSU at Florida. Florida wins. LSU, bleh.
0: Yeah, at home, I'll, I'll take Florida. I think that's the only reason i take Florida.
1: Clemson at Florida State. I don't know why ABC put this as the night game. Why would you not put the Big 12 game at night? Um... I'm going to be honest with you, I think Clemson is just going to keep steamrolling the ACC. I'm still not impressed with Clemson. Somehow they jump Michigan. I don't know. I guess they jump Michigan cuz they beat a team that beat that lost to Rutgers. And that again, see this is what I this is why I'm saying, what is the narrative going to be? They reward Clemson for beating Boston College who lost to Rutgers. Now you tell me how that makes sense. It doesn't. So uh, it just this it's this dabble. I oh, I wish Florida State could pull the upset. There's no chance Clemson wins, but again, go back to the narrative. Listen to what we're saying, the narrative. Um, I've got Mike Moore Norvell's crew. I got Florida State shocking Clemson.
0: Um, I think at in Tallahassee, I think Florida State um, comes angry and, and just wins the football game somehow, some way.
1: The guy that nobody talks about, um, Will Rogers, quarterback from Mississippi State. They're playing Kentucky. Kentucky's kind of falling on hard times. I Their quarterback's been out. He's probably the, the least known quarterback that we know in the SEC, Will Rogers. Supposed to be great. Mississippi State's running the ball. Mike Leach has him playing. I'll take Mississippi State to give Kentucky yet another loss. Um, Kentucky just seems to kind of be struggling right now.
0: Yeah, um, I think Kentucky has kind of struggled. I think they're going to continue to struggle. Like on Mississippi State, Kentucky can't score any points, and they won't score enough to win this game.
1: If you stayed up to 325 in the morning, I think you got a chance to see Stanford lose to Oregon State, kind of on like not a Hail Mary but a last-second throw. Um, Notre Dame starting to play some offense. I'll take Notre Dame, but it was worth mentioning. Yeah,
0: I got Notre Dame. I think Stanford's horrible.
1: Nebraska at Purdue. Nebraska is starting to play some freaking football. They beat Rutgers fourteen to thirteen. But Purdue, you're so much better than that. And still, my team that I picked to win the West, still think Purdue's going to do this.
0: Uh, I got Purdue as well. I think Purdue has a chance to beat Nebraska. Nebraska's horrible. Um, uh, I'll take Purdue. I think Purdue. I think Purdue is actually a pretty good football team. Their record under doesn't indicate as well, but they're a good football team.
1: Back. Oh my gosh, folks! Here we go. Back in April, Stephen and I stayed up. We had some people over. We watched Duke North Carolina. Coach K went out a loser. To North Carolina, folks. Who wins North Carolina Duke this time? On the gridiron. Who you got? Oh, my gosh. This hurts me to say, but North Carolina beats Duke again. Yeah, I got North Carolina. Washington State, I thought, is a really good team. USC, they had some turnovers. I'll go Washington State over Oregon State, but um, Washington State's a good football team, folks.
0: Yeah, no, they're not a bad football team. They beat Wisconsin, so.
1: And now, finally, at night, USC at Utah. Utah coming off of a loss to um, the, the Chip Kellys of the UCLA Bruins. Um, USC, I still think, is the most overrated team maybe in college football. I'm going to go with Utah um, at Rice Echo Stadium. You don't walk into Salt Lake and just come on out with an easy dub. I think USC meets its match, and I think Utah losing two games already this year. I think they may, they, they, they got come in angry the stuff. way
0: that they've lost, uh, both their games so far this year. And I think they come <clears> in and surprise USC, uh, USC. They only beat whoever they beat last week by like 17, State seventeen fourteen 14 or something like that. Uh,
1: they, they want a little bit more. They pulled away kind of at the end. It was the week oh. before that they barely beat Oregon state. Oh. Um, so again, I, I just think they're overrated. Um, Caleb Williams, don't get me wrong. Is an unbelievable player. um, I I just, the team is still the team folks. (laughs) And, um, I think obviously they got a great football coach. They got a great quarterback. We'll see what happens. Um, but we didn't even talk about that. Chip Kelly's got UCLA undefeated. I didn't, we didn't pick them because either they're on a bye or just, they're playing a horrendous team. But Chip Kelly, finally, after all these years, I think he's finally to 500 now and his record at UCLA. Um, they played some good football and, um, Maybe the Rose Bowl will start to get filled again. Maybe, maybe, maybe UCLA is the real deal. It won't. The good thing is UCLA, USC, Utah, Oregon, maybe even Washington can once in a while. Like they're all going to play each other, and I think eventually all knock each other out somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing with I think the Big Twelve. Do I think there's good teams in the Big Twelve? Sure. Do I think there's any elite teams in the Big Twelve? Absolutely not. So I just uh, uh, two conferences that have teams that are undefeated. It'll be interesting come December to see if they are undefeated. Remember in the Big Twelve, whoever ends up getting there, the top two teams in the conference play each other again. So it's not just one in the East or the West or whatever. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna end up being have to play the best two teams in the Big Twelve twice. So it makes it I think a little more difficult for one of them to run the table.
0: Yeah, I mean it's. It's to a full on the table no matter what conference you're in. So um, we're, we're halfway through college football season, and we got a good second half to come, um, and we'll have it all covered here on the best podcast in the world. Sounds good. Yeah.